You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming, the Xfinity 10G network. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right, cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And there are no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank. Member FDIC. Okay, ready? I'm, I, I'm always ready. Okay. I'm not sure what I'm doing, but I'm always ready. This is the Nikki and Bree Show. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Nikki and Bree Show. And oh my goodness, well, I would say I've, I have good news and bad news, actually. And, uh, that's what I have. So the bad news is Breezy, well, she's sick, very sick. And we had to give you an episode this week. We are not, not going to give our Bonita Army an episode. So my lovely husband, here's the good news. Artem, he's taking Bree's place today. So it's going to be the Nikki and Artem show. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. Feel bad for Bree, but I know. you know, it happens. It's life and uh, we do best. Right. We can. I agree. And you know what? It actually, it's exciting to have you on Artem because yesterday we made a very exciting announcement. So the Nikki and Bree show is going back to Phoenix, but at a new location, we are going to be at the Gila River Resorts and Casino at the Horse Pass location. So August, Friday the 25th, okay, the day before Artem and I's one-year anniversary. So we thought, you know what? Let's get the wedding party back together. And Artem and Gleb are going to be our guests. I'm so happy. Uh, you are? Yeah, why? I mean, one, everyone loves when you're at the live podcast show because you get into this element where you like roast Bree and I and people get to see something of you or a part of you that they never get to see. So it's like nighttime, Artem. You have Dancing with the Stars, Artem, and you have, you know, Total Bellas in the Wedding Show, Artem, and then there's Nighttime, Artem. So, so many faces. Wow. You know? So talented. Who knew was well, going to be Red Bull involved, right? The you Red know, Bull. That's the only way I function well involved. and funny if I have a Red Bull. Right. So, so he's going to have to chug a Red Bull, and then he's going to come out, and he's going to roast us. And right. you and Gleb are going to have some surprises, you were telling me. I know you can't tell us, but I don't, I mean, give us yes. a little bit of something. It will be a surprise, a really good surprise, and it's going to involve 
<sighs> you see, anything I'm going to say is just going to reveal what we're doing. So I'm just going to keep it quiet. Well, I mean, I have a feeling that there's going to be some dancing maybe involved because it's you and Gleb and that's what you guys are amazing at. What do you mean? We couldn't like do anything else but dancing. No, I mean, are you going to sing? Probably. Maybe All it right. could be a triple threat where we do sing, dance, and whatever comes next. By the way, Artem literally has kept this a secret from me. Him and Gleb are secretly rehearsing something for the show, but it also makes it exciting. So It's make- super exciting. Yeah. First of all, I'm actually flying to LA to see Gleb so we can actually rehearse together, which let me tell you. Okay, he said rehearse. That means it's dancing. Yeah, well, it could be anything. We'd be singing. Oh, true. Singing yeah. Too. So it's a really big deal, you know, and we're going to be doing something we actually haven't done before. Oh, well, kind of haven't done before, maybe once, once or twice. Well, it seems like when I've done before, but it's, it, it's kind of exciting because we're getting some pretty cool tips from uh, professional people. So, oh, wow. Um, yeah, we're like, uh, we're like ready to conquer. I'm look. There might Phoenix? be future after this. Let me just tell you one thing. There might be a future for Artem and Gleb to do something together afterwards. All right, so. Phoenix. Well, <laughs> you guys hear from Artem. You're in for treats, so make sure to get tickets for the show. You head to Gila River Resorts and Casinos.com. I think it's play at Gila.com. Get tickets and come join the fun. Also, if you don't live in Arizona or nearby and can't make it, but you know people who can. Well, you better tell them about our show. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm super excited and I'm happy that you're going to be there. And oh, Artem, we have to talk about like the most exciting thing that we're going to (laughs) do. Yeah, you know what it is. So Artem and I thought because, well, I did and Artem's the best husband is going to go along with it. I was like, okay, it's the day before one year anniversary. We're at a live show. We've brought our Bonita army into this. I mean, they've been on like an over a decade of my life for the past 10 years. They saw us get married on TV. Nikki Bella says I do, which did you know right now is streaming on Prime. So for all of our Prime video lovers, go watch us get married and then attend the show because we're going to renew our vows, but in a fun way. Oh, I didn't know it was in a fun way. Uh, that's that's a piece of information you kind of missed out on to tell me, but okay. I mean, no, I, I, we want to, we're going to take this serious. We're going to say nice things. But Bria first goes, it's been a year. You need to renew Honestly, your vows. That's what I actually thought, Terry's like, you renew guys in the year? I thought no, it was like but, a five year. It's like a, it's like a thing. Oh, no, like but that. I mean, you and I will do that in Lake Como. Remember I said at the five year one, I already showed Artem the mansion I want to do it um, at. I've been just like looking at a lot of Lake Como pics and I was like, Artem, this is perfect. <laughs> but... I thought it would be fun with a live crowd. We have a Breen Gleb there that it, it just imagine like almost like an I Love Lucy segment live. Well, they actually did it live. So I have this idea that we're going to have a lot of fun, the four of us. And I think it'll be fun to hear what we say of what do you say to your husband or wife when it's only been a year. It's going to be more of a roast and toast than a I do like we're crying. But you might cry still. You down? I don't know. If it happens, happens. Oh, no, we're doing it. It's so like you better you write like, things. Oh, I thought you were talking about crying thing. Oh, it's not no, like you crying. plan. You're going to cry? No. Yes, I will. No, I just can't wait to hear what you say in front of everyone. I just can't believe we're doing already vows again. Why? I think it's great. We, You know what? People should renew yeah. their vows every anniversary. It's going to be a year. It's going to be like one day less than a year. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. No, I mean, obviously, I'll do it. It's not like I don't uh, want to do it, but I just feel like it's so special. You might want to save it for later. Oh, no, we're going to do it later, too. Don't worry. 
but that's okay. <laughs> we got our one year, five year. We'll do it on our 10 year, 15 year, 20 year. So we got, got it. We got to start it out on the one. On the one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sounds good. What, what are you going to wear, by the way? <sighs> I don't know. Something. Yeah. Definitely not coming naked if that's what you're asking. Actually, I don't know what I'm going to be wearing. It's a, it's a great question. What are you going to be wearing? So. You're going to be wearing a wedding dress, I hope. Well. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought about, like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try for this live show, and I think I can make this work. I've already been discussing with Brie about it. But I'm going to try to do some outfit changes in between segments, like quick ones, like, you know, Taylor Swift, Beyonce style, like, psh, psh. So, um, no, that's like a high production, <laughs> very well thought, almost like a magic trick. Yeah. And you're just like running. You're and talking about the Nikki and Brie show. So, high production. Like, okay, we're going to wait. No, it's not going to be that way. It's going to be awesome. Right. And I did think for our roast and toast part that we, like, I need to be in something bridal. So, cool. I'm getting something dry cleaned. And I might recycle something on the day. You're just going to have to wait and see when I do my magic tricks of um, changing outfits. Oh my. It's going to be an interesting show. And So many things could go and wrong. I booked, you should definitely be there to see it. <laughs> and I booked an appointment. I'm going to have a new hairdo as well. Wow. It's going to deal with color. Well, I guess I'm going to have a new hairdo too. You already have a new hairdo. Okay. That's not true. So this has been like a debate I've had with some people. And I'm very curious of what our listeners think. But Artem went and just chopped off all his hair and his beard. And I just felt like, oh, you didn't, you weren't going to say anything to me. And he's like, well, it's my hair, which he's so right. But he knows how much I love his long curly hair and his big thick beard. And I felt like it was something he should have discussed with me. Absolutely not. Why? First of all, if I would shave, then maybe I'll have a chat. Like, hey, I'm thinking on shaving. What do you think? Because I never do. But what I have done, I've done it every year. I know. Well, it's everyone knows this, when Artem. I know, like, I'm going to like right. trim my beard. I'm going to go short with my hair just because it's almost 100 degrees outside. And unfortunately, it's not very pleasant with the hair that I'm having. Okay. Well, yeah. your hair's gorgeous when it's grown out. I love it. It's cool. very sexy and handsome. Good thing you like it. Well, I think... What about I like but what, it? What I think, I'm wearing it. What I think could be so fun for a show, since I'm going to be coming um, with a new hair color, mm-hmm. I think since your hair's already this short, you might as well bleach it. No. You knew I was going to say blonde, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Love bleached hair. Okay, a couple things. No, about I bleached love hair. bleached hair and Arnhem, but you have to understand lo- that's hey, how I meant Arnhem. First of all, I like it too. I think it's a cool look. I think if you can pull it off, go with it. And, you know, it's great. The upkeep of that, especially if you want to keep it very short, bleached hair, is horrendous because you have to dye frequently. You have to use a specific shampoo so it doesn't go yellow. You, it, it's just crazy upkeep and that short hair grows so fast. So there is always, you can see the roots. It's just a constant, like, what am I doing? You know? Right. I mean, and I, th- if it would be that easy, just snap of the fingers. Hey, it's, it's, it's bleach blonde. Great. I'll do it every day. I'd be like, yeah, today's blonde tomorrow. Brunette. I mean, mm-hmm. great. I mean, yeah, but it doesn't work that way. Right. Which okay. is no, Hey, who knows? Maybe I'll do it. We'll see. 
he may, may do maybe it. I'll surprise you. So you better show up to the show. Maybe well, like whoa. Artem, Bree and I were discussing this. Mm-hmm. We so we definitely want to at some part of the live show in Phoenix, we want to play a game with you and Gleb. But we really want to do something where we have audience participation because you saw on the San Francisco show when we were like getting people on the mic, it made it so fun. People had amazing stories. We were all dying laughing, which I feel like we need to do that again because that Q&A part or like when Bree and I, when we talk about our stories and I hear other people's that, I mean, that one girl, we had some good stories, which you could watch on YouTube. Um, So Bree and I were talking that we feel like, is it like, Bree and I and and like an audience member versus you Gleb and an audience member or we go into the crowd like we were thinking of all these different things so I pull people up and you and Gleb magic mic them I don't know <laughs> look at no, I no, we're not <laughs> I doing that we're not like I know utilizing what we do you're for not my living. little host for the night no, we're I thought not. you were my host no, no we're not uh, Nikki had two hosts for the don't evening. just say go dance we just go dance it doesn't oh. work that way all right that's fine and then you're asking us to like do magic mic that's just wild why because you're my husband and I just asked no, you to grind on someone because it's something that like you should probably talk to people before you ask them to do it <laughs> well we're this <laughs> we're discussing just go to go like hey go magic mic no on but this, this is we're discussing we're discussing what to do yeah, but that's not a good plan. Okay, so, but we'll think of a game. We're going to do a game. I'm not, well, no, we're down for a game, for sure. Yeah, Webinar we're going to make sure we have fun audience whatever. interaction. We're, yeah. this is going to be the best show yet. Okay. Lights, camera, action, dancing. I mean, who knows? We're getting from Artem and Gleb. We're getting something new, though. We'll and supposedly it's going to be a spinoff of something. Could be. Okay, I don't know. Maybe they're going to build a big Lego castle. Why we all are just kidding. I know. <laughs> and we may have a surprise, but I know I gave it away on my IG live, but I'm not going to go to it. That away. was so funny. Artem tricked me. And I me. thought she was totally going to be like, oh, I know you're trying to do it. No, she just blurred it out. I did. I did. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories, and you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Mm-hmm. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one, one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. 
Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having a company really care about the ingredients inside it, that's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot. Some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an international delight cold foam creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part? Mm-hmm. It works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato, so you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store, and be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla? I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing? Is every time our dad comes to visit... He calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French Vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. So, Artem. Yeah. Um, we've had an exciting weekend, and We've had an exciting week. I mean, it's been crazy for me, crazy for you. But before I get into that, one thing that I will see from some people on social media when I have you on the show is they feel like because we're married and we just talk about life currently and present, everyone's always like, you've never actually interviewed Artem in a way of like, none of us know a story. And I get that a lot whenever you are on our podcast. So why don't you tell our listeners your story? So I feel like I'm going to get the facts wrong. You left home at 13, right? Yes, I did. Okay. Yeah. But how did you get into dance? So we were starting with the story when I was how, born how or, or, or... Well, how or, did you get... What? You were born in the town you started dancing in, right? Yeah, I was okay. born and raised in a small town. Uh, the name of that town is Izhevsk, which is... Um, 
kind of close to the middle of Russia, you know? Yeah. It's a military town. It's known for numerous things, but we're not going to name them. Yeah, born and raised. I started as a hobby. The first thing started was like a playing a hockey, which is, I think, everyone in Canada or Russia, that's like one number one sport. Then obviously ballet, that never worked out for me because I was just not good enough to go to ballet. As uh, what they do, they they pretty much, well, ballet school. I would say the specific ballet school that my mom brought me to. They look at the structure of your body and if it's not necessary, like ideal and what they want, they just pretty much say like, we don't really want you to try because unless you're capable of being the best. Right. Um, they don't really want to put a lot of effort to it, which is which is rightfully so. If if there's a potential, go for it. If there is not, it's it's kind of like they don't want to waste your time. So the best thing from there was so both of those didn't work out. So hockey and ballet didn't work out for me. So the next thing was uh, ballroom dancing. So it's yeah, it's with my mom. And how old were you when you started? Oh goodness, I, um, probably like eleven, ten, eleven, something like that. Okay. Yeah. And then what happened? And then I danced. And you, so you danced in your small town. You got obviously really good to where they were like, you need to be in Moscow. I, 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 I was okay, you know, winning competitions around oh, okay. my neighborhood. Okay, so humble, so cute. Winning competition neighborhood, you know, and then pretty much my coach at the time who lived in, in Moscow at the time, he told my parents, hey, if you want him to improve and be better what it is right now, because there's obviously certain limits because after have certain coaches and, you know, all these opportunities, he said, like he should move to uh, to Moscow to pursue his, you know, career if he's serious about that. On which case, mom said, yeah, of course. So they, yeah, they just gave me like green light. Yeah, go, go fly. So I moved first with my dad for probably he's been there with me probably for about a month or so, and then he went home. Mm-hmm. So and then I was like, cool. And what age were you in Moscow by yourself? I was probably about thirteen. Thirteen. And then when did you go to Germany to dance? Shortly after, two years after, so I think I was 15 when I went to Germany, 15, 16. So I've been in Moscow for a bit, dancing, competing, and then I moved when I was 16, I think. Moved to Germany to, again, dance. So found dance partner in Germany, represented Germany, and lived there for two and a half years. Oh, wow. Yeah. You learned German? Have ever learned German? Yeah, sprechen Sie Deutsch. Ooh. I did. I I did speak a bit when I was there. Obviously, not by no means great, but you had to kind of go by. Um, it's a hard language to learn. German is yeah. really hard. <laughs> so is Russian. Um, and then after then, I moved back to Moscow, and then I danced there for a bit again, and then yeah, and then here. States. And then you became an icon. I don't know about icon, but you know. Well, then you surviving. competed. Is that when you competed in the first season? So you think you could dance? That was two thousand five. Wow. That was the first thing I think you dance. Yeah. And it was really an accident. Uh, my dance partner, like, hey, do you want to go audition for it? And I was like, okay, why well, we can. And the reason why I even said, like, yeah, let's do it, because it was in LA. And me and my best friend at the time just like, yeah, we'll go to LA. We'll go out. We we'll hang out. It's cool. We've never been. Let's check it out. I'm like, great. Let's do it. So that happened. Wow. And then my partner got cut and they kept me. And yeah, and the rest is history. How far did you make it that season? Oh my goodness. What is that? Top six, I think, or but first I think six or eight, something but the like first that. ballroom dancer. Correct? First ballroom dancer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I loved when Gleb was on the podcast and he was talking about like 
all the roads you've paved for ballroom dancers and doors you've opened and the history you've made. I thought that was so amazing because it was stuff that I didn't even know. And I was like, wow, made me so proud of you. No. I'm proud of you no matter what. But I don't know if I paved the road for ballroom dancers, but I definitely put the city in a dance. I was the first in, ballroom yeah, dancer. Yeah, that's paving away. You know, doing, doing that. But I think at the same time, Dancing with the Stars was running. So Yeah. Well, not at the same time. I think they kind of like co-run almost at the same. But I think that was a little bit later. That was their first season too. So nice, it's amazing. So those other people involved besides me, right? No, of course. And then you went to Strictly after that. So after that, I was doing well. Actually, not after that. I didn't actually go to Strictly right away. So I danced, competed, and I did. So you think you can dance? And then I decided to um, do the whole, you know. I don't say Hollywood, but that industry, because I don't know, just ready for something different. You know, competing is great and you do it for a long time. And I've done it all my life prior to it. And this like a new thing opened up. I started realizing, oh, there's different styles of dance because we're really never exposed to any other styles of dance besides ballroom. And I decided to stay in LA and just see what happens, you know, and start taking classes and stuff like that. Start doing small gigs. And also, like, by the way, performing on Dancing with the Stars was one of them, too. Like, doing, like, an appearances on it. And then I got a call from this company called Burn the Floor. I don't know if people know, but it's, like, a worldwide dance company that does ballroom and they travel over the world. It, uh, it, it was born in Australia. And it's, uh, at the time, they were doing Broadway show in New York. And they asked me, like, hey, would you want to participate because they're looking for, uh, for dancers? I'm like... Sure, I'll I'll go I'll go with it, you know, because at the time I was doing gigs, but nothing to do with ballroom dancing. So I was kind of like, oh hey, this would be nice to come back to it. Was doing that, then I did a world tour with them, and then I got an email saying like, hey, would you want to do Strictly Come Dancing? And for the audience who don't know, Strictly Come Dancing is Strictly Come Dancing is the original Dancing with the Stars. So in UK, they came up with a concept which was called Strictly Ballroom, which is ordinary people just do the same thing as Dancing with the Stars. So there's a dance coach coming into ordinary people from their houses and they just learn how to dance. And then on BBC, there was like, okay, we did, you know, uh, singing with the stars. We did acting with the stars. Why don't we do dancing with the stars? And um, because the original show called Strictly Ballroom, they decided to do uh, Strictly Come Dancing. That's how it became to what it is now, Dancing with the Stars from all over the world. So it got call from them and they said like hey would you want to be part of it? and i said yeah of course i definitely want to be part of it because i couldn't do dancing with the stars in the u.s for conflict of interest oh, situation conflict. yes like what? couldn't do that one yeah so next best thing was strictly come dancing yeah got in there i think it was 2010 beginning of 2010 uh my first season was very lucky to win right away and i did for four years which is they only do one season a year. So I did for four years. And then I got asked like, hey, would you want to do Dancing with the Stars in the States? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. So from there, I just moved back to States and uh, did Dancing with the Stars. Since season 18. Wow. What is it right now? Season 32, I believe. Something crazy. Yeah, season 32. Yeah, season 18. So it's been what? 13 seasons. Wow, that's crazy. Well, which one was your favorite so far? Oh, I know that silly question. 25. Better. I love it. Well, and so, Artem, when you were a young boy leaving Russia, did you have like a specific dream? Was there something like you're like, I always wanted to be? And what dream do you have left that you want to conquer? And it might be a few. I mean, one of the dreams for sure 
you know, was like, oh, yeah, I think I want to move to America and live in America. I think that was one of them, definitely. But other dreams, I don't know. You see, like, we didn't grow up on, like, at least I didn't grow up on, like, I have this goal in my mind, I want to, you know, go to space. Like, there was no such thing. Dancing was was an outlet for, you know, be good at something and feel like you were something. So, and I know that was very achievable because I could see potential, you know, be good. And I think that's why it stuck really well with me. But there's not really like a specific goal, like, oh, I want to be, you know, like Mr. Olympia or something. No, it, 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 was, never, it was never that. Um, I, I want to be good at that. I want to be good at dancing. Yeah. That's, you know, for sure. I want to be good at dancing and be, you know, proud of what I do and be able to, you know, explore the potential, how far you can go, all of that stuff, of course. But goals, our goals always changes. You know, I'm thinking my parents, you know, they're getting older, so I want them to have a good life. Yeah, you know, like no. that's that's one of my goals is to make sure that they, you know, can get to America. spend uh, last however many years they have in them, like you know, happy and comfortable, and you know, like be like feel like oh, okay, you know, we, we we deserve the retirement. Yeah, you know, and you know, it's it's hard because they're hardworking people. You know, they they worked all their life. My both parents are engineers, and they both retired and. They they just been champions because my brother have two kids as well and they pretty much like the best grandparents you can ask for. So yeah, and I would love to have the for Mateo. No, I no, I would love for Mateo to experience you know my my dad and my mom yeah. and you know be able to like actually if they even communicate in some level because obviously my parents did not speak English and Mateo does not speak Russian, but I'm hoping this is gonna be, because I know my parents actually start learning which is so funny like. My dad kind of speak English, but he's, I think, more afraid to speak English. But, yeah. but my mom started learning and she find it very hard to learn stuff yeah. because they're 70. So it's like, imagine if you're 70 years old, oh. try to learn a language. But yeah, I think, I think the dream and the goal would be them seeing them here and be able to communicate with, with our son. Oh, I would love it. It's really cute. So Artem, we have this photo of his parents framed at the house and we'll ask Mateo, who is it? So he sees Artem's mom and he'll say grandma or babushka. And then he sees Artem's dad and he goes, daddy. And I'm like, no, it's your grandpa. And he's like, no, daddy. <laughs> but you and your dad do look so much alike in that photo. And Mateo will not believe me that that's his grandfather. And it's so cute. It's like, dada. Yeah. No, 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 grandpa. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, well, that works too. And I loved because the other day Mateo was like, he, so we got him a toolbox. Well, Artem got him a toolbox. Mateo just loves, like I see the engineer mind. He loves to put things together, whether it's railroad tracks or he has put together a landing strip for his toy planes. But this toolbox Artem got him, he can like screw, like has fake screws to put in wood and all that. And he was just like over minding his business. He's like, doing all his stuff in his toolbox. And he's like, babushka, babushka, babushka. Remember that? And I was like, oh my God, he keeps saying grandma in Russian. It was so cute. But I mean, there's nothing more than I want to get um, Artem's family here. And I think we will. And, you know, we're going through the process. It just takes a long time. Um, But we're hoping because I would love that. I mean, for Mateo, of course, but especially for you and your family to have that. That's, what life is all about. And like you said, to have your parents ending of their life to be with their son finally since you've left at 16 years old. I mean, how special would that be? Earlier, but yeah. Or earlier, 13, I mean, you're right. Um, so 
But, oh, well, Artem, I think everyone will love hearing that. And I know there's so much more to your story, which we'll have to get to at another time because I know so much has been going on in life. But just because we're like neighbors to San Francisco, there was this headline that I saw. (laughs) And it's people are having sex in self-driving cars, apparently. The San Francisco Standard put this out, but they're having sex in the back seats of the robo-taxis, so driverless cars. Well, first of all, I didn't know that exist. When it, when it became even legal to have driverless taxis? I mean, I don't know. You're going to have to talk to the San Francisco mayor about that. But I Which think it's really it- bizarre because, wait a minute, I think even Tesla still is not legal to have to have a self-driving car, right? Like, that's what I thought. Right. But then Maybe again, because they're knows? like a few blocks away. I don't know. And then the second question would be, did they ever sign any confidentiality forms? Because what happened in the taxis? I'm pretty sure it stays on cameras in the taxis. Have you? Did and you? Where does that go? Did you ever watch a show? I think it was Taxi Cab Confessions. It'd be random people. And then all of a sudden, they just are like totally going at it. So... I think it's some kind of a fetish that people yeah. have. I think they go like, ooh, that would be fun to do. Right. It has to be. But good for them. Hey, at good least they're you. safe. I don't maybe, know if you're safe, but good maybe for Maybe what I feel like <laughs> is they need to start putting condoms in robo-taxis because if this is... Well, you should have pitched that idea. Made some money. I know. Trojan. Now, Get that's it. Boom, it's out. It. Yeah. And hey, also, like, how sad is it about those Hawaii fires? It's very sad. I mean, that that footage is heartbreaking. I've seen a few pictures, and it looked definitely extremely burned out. It was like a whole town. And think of it, it's it's an island. It's It's an island. It's not like it's, uh, you know, it has, like, endless source of things. You know, everything that happens needs to be, obviously, I heard there's some in billions the damage right now oh that's done to it. And I don't know how that's going to work out. And so a lot of people lost homes. Um, oh my gosh, so many homes are gone. A lot of people lost um, their lives, which yeah, is really heartbreaking. A couple of my friends actually posted saying that um, everybody who is actually vacationing right now in Hawaii should kind of like go home because there's a lot of local people who need a place to stay. And if you are vacationing, you're pretty much taking their spot, potentially. Yeah. So um, yeah. Just throwing out there that people should be aware of that and do everything they can to make sure that the people have an easier way kind of functioning during those times. Artem, yes, I love all that. And so you all know, if you want to donate and help out all the victims over in Hawaii, you could visit redcross.org or you could text the word Red Cross to 90999 to make a $10 donation. So many prayers to Hawaii, that's for sure. Um, We love you, Hawaii. You're in our thoughts and prayers. You know what I love about springtime is that you kind of get to refresh your closet. You know, fall, winter, we're all bundled up. And then when spring comes, the sun is truly out. You get to ditch all the layers and just refresh your look. I mean, I feel like I'm totally in for like refreshing my wardrobe. Bringing a little color. I need spring shopping. I mean, Brie, Walmart has like some incredible styles out right now and so affordable. Oh, that is right. This spring, there's only one destination for the latest fashion, home and beauty inspired by real life, Walmart. Be it bold swimwear or graphic beach towels, glowy makeup or sleek activewear. 
or even elevated furniture and mix and match tableware to inspire your next spring gathering at home. Discover surprisingly stylish new season favorites at Walmart now or shop it on the Walmart app. Go to walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending. Now trending. Your style at Walmart. Warning. Things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut in in our eyes. Usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping. That is the intense that I like. Intense heat, lasting plump. From the hot new Lifter Plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, Lifter Plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Artem, before we get into our inspiration affirmation, I thought we answer at least one voicemail from our Bonita Army, from our listeners, because I thought it'd be fun to get your perspective. You down to hear a voicemail? Yeah. All right. Well, let's go to Brenda from Texas. Hey, girls. My name is Brenda from Texas. This question relates to girl friendships. I'm going to turn 38 this year, and my BFF, well, I've known her since high school. I've always been that friend that was like the in-between friend, you know, like when she was out having fun with her fun girlfriend, you know, I was nowhere in sight. I wasn't invited to anything. But then when she was like out of sorts with her other friend, that's when she would involve me in her life. And I was okay to play that role because I truly cared about her. But now that I'm approaching 40 and this isn't high school anymore, I'm kind of at a loss of what to do because she ghosts me and I know that she's clearly talking to her other friend and I just don't know what to do right now. Let me know what you think. Bye. Oh, Artem, you're very sad. Yeah. I'll let you take it away first. Wow. What what would I do? I would probably not be too good of a friend (laughs) with this person (laughs) just because if I'm getting denied in some levels of that friendship, then you should probably like question if it doesn't make you happy. If it makes you happy, then stick to it and have fun whenever, you know, whenever it works out. But if it gives you like a negative, I don't know, negative outcome, then I think you should probably rethink of that friendship or even confront the friendship and say, hey, like I'd love to stay friends, but you know, we need to like or we need to be mutual in where we stand, or we need to rethink if this is something that we both need in life. I think that, but it didn't sound very reciprocating in a way. So I don't know. I'll probably say you're probably better off. Yeah. Well, you know what I got to say? Fuck her. (laughs) (laughs) 
For well, real. That was a nice way of saying it. And that was. Well, this is the thing, too. I feel like as we get older, our friendship circles just get smaller. I think, you know, in life, actually, she's such a perfect example right now. Taylor Swift. We have these eras, right, in our life. And it's it's not just in our workspace, but also in our friendships. And we outgrow people. We outgrow careers. Um, we outgrow our living spaces, boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever it may be. And so to me, that's what it feels like it is. Like maybe you both have just outgrown each other, but I think sometimes the memories of people keep us holding on. I remember when I would learn about breakups and it's like, why am I getting this place? And they say, well, you're romanticizing. Like, that's all that is. Like, even though you know you, sh- you shouldn't be there, you- you're just thinking of the amazing things you've had with this person you're romanticizing. So it's kind of what I feel like maybe you're doing with your friend because you guys had all these incredible memories, but maybe it's a time in your life that you move on. Brenda, you say, fuck you, bitch. No, you don't have to do that. That's You don't want to take the Artem route and be nice and sweet. But just ghost her back. Just, you know, focus on the friends that you do have and not on no, the friends that bring no. bad energy in your life. You do not ghost people back. That's, I think, where things go ghost really wrong and sideways. <laughs> you don't ghost. You just confront and you simply say, like, hey, is this friendship only this? Is this friendship only that? Because in my thought, you know, it could be more. Totally I, right. I think you don't ghost because the thing no, is it creates another action that might even go further into whatever it could I, I think it's a wrong this approach. This is, no, I Don't agree. Ghost. What I would do, Brenda. Confront. Confront. What I would and, do is, and Artem, tell me if you feel the same, send her a text and go, look, you've been ghost to me lately. I see that you're hanging out with your other friend and it doesn't make me feel good. And if this friendship is like no longer for you, that's okay. But just let me know because- you saying you're going to do something and you don't, you just don't make me feel good and see where she comes at from that. Because that is true. When you are honest and you're living in your truth, it's like the most beautiful thing. And you, you may be shocked at what she's going to say back, but then you also know like where you stand with this person. And then it's no longer going to make you feel bad. Right. Right. Oh, Brenda, I hope it works out. Oh, Artem has one more thing. Do what works for you. Yeah. Down, like you have to be selfish in that sense. Because at the end of the day, if you hurt, you're the only person that's going to be hurting. Yeah. Okay? So I think do something that works for you, makes you happy. Yeah. I know sometimes it's hard to, you know, it's hard to achieve and it's hard to like, yeah, I've heard that many times. But truly think about that and truly try, to try, truly try that. Because once you actually have a taste of it, I think it'd be very clear who is in your life, people that are worth having, and who is in your life, people that just, occasional appearance, which is fine too. Yeah. I mean, you know I mean? I've, totally I've become okay that friend to some people and that's only because my focus has, has shifted on my family and my son and then my like closest girlfriends because I only have so much time in the day to give to people. Like, and what I realized is because I'm a giver as like my personality that I give, 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 but then I wasn't even giving to myself. So it didn't even make me good at anything because I was giving with an empty body with an empty cup, you know, it's, it's why they always say you gotta, you gotta fill your cup of tea first till you can give. And I had holes in mine and I was just drained, but I do realize that people that when we were, that we were good friends, but not the best, I'll talk to them every now and then, and we'll have a great catch up, but we know we're just not at that place in our life anymore where we're going to be the friends that talk every other day. And I, and that's okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. Whatever works for you. Whatever works for you. I love that, Artem. Whatever works for you. Well, thank you, Brenda, so much for calling in. I hope that helps. Artem, I, I think I need to bring you back for more voicemails. I like your advice. All right. Well, we're going to end the show with a little inspiration affirmation. I have some inspiration to Go for it. You want me to take it? Yeah, no, you go for it. If so, I have anything to add, I will. Okay. So, well, yeah, yeah, I definitely want you to add to this. So for me, this is a quote that I live by. It is my mantra. I believe I've said it on here before, but I feel like years ago, be the change you want to see in the world. And I brought her up, Taylor Swift. I've been just so impressed with this whole era's tour, but what it represents. And I've always brought in, be the change you want to see in the world. I I literally, even in college, I'd have the picture of it. And then when I was cool enough and was able to afford an apartment, have a refrigerator, I used to have a magnet. But everything that I do, um, I always want it to have the base of gratitude, but also of Am I making this world a better place? And I think that's what always has driven me and things that I've done with empowerment and inspiration because I had my purpose in whether that was in the wrestling ring and being fearless Nikki, being on the reality show, even being a Hooters girl, like anywhere I went, I always felt like, how can I change this world for the better? And I still have goals of wanting to do that beyond. So I thought that was some good inspiration for the day. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. I think my thing would be, again, it's kind of cliche because we always kind of hear it. Time is precious, you know. It truly is. I think for me personally, you know, like you know, growing up, you don't really notice like how time flies and you always think about, oh, well, next year, next year, next year. And I think the more you're getting older to that mark of being 40, I think from then on, you really start treasuring time and how you spend it and what you do with it. And I think really be smart about that at the early stages of your life because you'll be so much further in your career and success you want to have. So really be smart about spending your time and not wasting your time. I, you know, what I love about that, Artem, and this all goes together. So this is what I want you all to take from today. We are only given so much time and we don't even know how much time that is. And time is so precious. And you are so right of don't waste it, make something of it. Make something of it. Be that change you want to see in the world. And and like, what era are you in now? We're in that era's moment. And I believe that this whole tour is so beyond popular, not only because Taylor Swift is amazing and incredibly talented, but it's so honest and truthful. And everything I've heard from anyone who's attended her concert, she doesn't, she, she plays the villain and the good guy and the bad guy and the heartbroken and the one that had the triumph, like she has every era. So what I want you to take away from today is like, what era are you in for you? Knowing time is precious and how in this era that you're in, how can you change the world for the better or even change someone that's in your life for the better? Not by preaching, by living, spreading the light. So I hope you all have an amazing week. Um, Artem, thank you so much for coming last minute. My breezy got sick and you're welcome. Being on the podcast, we always love when you're on. And I cannot wait for you to be at the live show. Everyone, you better go or you better tell your zonies Friday, August 25th at Gila River Resort and Casino, the Horse Pass one. We're gonna sell at that theater. That theater is gonna be packed. It's gonna be so. fun. A lot of surprises. We got Artem and Gleb and more. You know, in that 
Roast and toast, vow renewal. I can't believe we're doing this. (laughs) You guys, I'm so excited. But for the ones that can't make it, you know we'll be putting it up on our YouTube channel. So make sure to look for videos on the Nikki and Bree Show's IG page, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube. And yeah, well, Artem, we're not going to hear you next week. But guess what? We're going to hear you after that. (laughs) Can't wait to be back. Or should I say, I'll be back. Yeah, I'll be back. All right. Well, everyone, love you guys. And we'll see you all next week. See ya. See ya.